Welcome to Harmonia. I'm Angela Mariani. Recently, I had the pleasure of visiting with members of the Baltimore Consort, who came to Lubbock, Texas to present their Shakespeare program, The Food of Love. Joining me were Marianne Ballard, Mark Zudek, Larry Lipkis, Ron McFarlane, and Danielle Svanovic. Their sixth member, Mindy Rosenfeld, joined them for the concert the next day. I believe it was the first live interview I've done with guests since the beginning of the pandemic, and we had a great time talking about their current projects, including the songs and tunes from Shakespeare that are featured on their recent CD, The Food of Love, and the release of their upcoming Christmas CD, A Glorious Light, on the 30-year anniversary of their first Christmas CD, Bright Day Star.
Music from Shakespeare's time from the Baltimore Consort's CD, The Food of Love. This hour on Harmonia, we're featuring my recent visit with the Baltimore Consort, who joined me in the studios of radio station KTTZ at Texas Tech University. It's such a wonderful feeling to be sitting here in a studio with musicians not on Zoom, mm-hmm. not <laughs> yeah. from a distance, right. but to actually be able to interview people live, it's just a wonderful feeling. And the occasion is the performance of the Baltimore Consort at the First United Methodist Church's Vespers series that is here in Lubbock, Texas. And I am also here in Lubbock, Texas, so we have this opportunity to talk, and I'm delighted to have you all here today. The program that you're doing is the Shakespeare program. Yep. Yeah, I'd love to hear about that. I guess it's the program Mark and I put together eight years ago or so. The Shakespeare repertory was at the, really the core of what the Baltimore concert, you know, how the group started playing music from Shakespeare's time. And we did it faithfully for all these 30 years. And then I think we just thought, let's put together a, a program, a CD, exploring the repertory, going a little deeper into it. The way the group works is various people take on projects, and Mark and I split this one. So we've got some of our old favorites and some new things that made it a little theatrical in some places. So we've been touring with it, but then we made the recording. So it's one of our favorite programs. The first piece is a really fun one, just called Kemp's Jig, which is a tune in honor of Will Kemp, who was a a clown in Shakespeare's troupe, and he was the clown touchstone in As You Like It, and he was famous for the nine-day wonder where he danced a jig from London to Norwich, which is about 100 miles. So if you start in Lubbock and, and head northwest, you might wind up in Clovis, New Mexico, which is just about, <laughs> I looked it up, so I think I'm on safe ground here, about 100 miles. So if you want to try that, stay off the interstate. There's a woodcut of Will Kemp yes. and someone playing pipe and tabor. Right. Along. And Will Kemp always gets the credit, but the musician that had to go along the whole way playing the pipe and right. tabor. What credit do they Nothing. Get? Isn't that typical? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes people don't realize how much music is there in the Mm -hmm. Shakespeare plays. Mm -hmm. We read through and we see this lyric piece and maybe don't realize that, yes, there was actual music and 
probably was played on stage at the time, too. Absolutely. And there are lots of directions throughout the plays, as, as you know, just something as simple as music here or music for dancing or musicians enter a processional sort of thing. And you have to kind of, in cases like that, find music that fits. There are also lots of places in the plays where the song text is embedded into the play, which happens in As You Like It, Twelfth Night, Othello. The Tempest. Sort of Tempest. Tempest, yeah. And that is a question. Sometimes the music is not known and sometimes it is known, right? So you have to do a little bit of, well, I would say detective work, but not just detective work, but a little bit of creative composing or different ways that you could go about it. And there's some places where Shakespeare writes a comic scene at a place where there's has just been tragedy. And that's something that a lot of stage directors just don't feel that's appropriate. We confuse the audience. And Juliet's feigned death when it, everyone's like, oh my gosh, she's, she's dead. There's this really wonderful comic scene with, with some music in it, but it's not often done because it doesn't seem right for a lot of directors. But So we, we include music from that scene. It's well worth it, let me tell you. Yeah, we have a comic scene in the concert we're doing tomorrow, which is a reason why we're borrowing a shovel from you. <laughs> <clears throat> That's right. I have to locate the shovel. <laughs> it has to be a sort of Renaissance-era shovel, if you can. I'm not sure about that. <laughs> <laughs> as close as you can get. In youth, when I did love, me thought was very sweet. As time requires for my behoof, me thinks they are not late as time requires for my behalf may thinks they are not made but age with his steaming steps hath clawed me in his clutch and hath shipped me into my land as if I'd never been such And that shipped me into the land As if I'd never been such A pickaxe and a spade For and a shroud and sheet a pea of clay for to be made For such a guest is made Oh, a pea of clay for to be made For such a guest is
The Grave Digger's Song and Tarleton's Rise from the Baltimore Consort CD, The Food of Love. The Baltimore Consort are my guests this hour on Harmonia. We're doing two songs from Tempest that are by Robert Johnson, and those are without question. Uh, he was a collaborator with Shakespeare, was in the same company for a while. So those are songs that uh, the versions we're doing we know were used, and that's Full Fathom Five and Where the Bee Sucks. And then other songs like the Willow song, Farewell, Dear Love, we're just using the earliest surviving versions of them. Baltimore Consort from the CD The Food of Love, Songs, Dances, and Fancies for Shakespeare. We heard Where the Bee Sucks and Full Fathom Five, both from Shakespeare's play The Tempest. I'm chatting with the Baltimore Consort this hour on Harmonia. Do you want to say something about Robin Goodfellow? Oh, that's a a comic scene. Robin Goodfellow talking about himself and some of his full moon hijinks. I think it's a bit unexpected for audiences at the end of an early music concert to see something that's semi-staged and a bit ridiculous. And we really ham it up. Robin Goodfellow is another name for Puck. It's a Midsummer Night's Dream scene. 
just likes to make mischief and make merry. And sometimes we turn Danielle loose or she turns herself loose and knocks things off the stage and grabs programs out of the hands of the audience members. Even the audience is not safe. They, no one's safe for that one. <laughs> no, I've only sung this one once since COVID. And I used to grab things from audience members. And Puck can be sensitive to, <laughs> to the way we're coming back from COVID. He's so. not known to be sensitive. No, no, Puck will be sensitive. Okay. Puck's all about public health. Glad to hear it. <laughs> the restraint. He knows all about the plague. That's right. Oh, yes, <laughs> that's right. From Oberon in Fairyland, the king of ghosts and goblins there, fair Robin, I at his command am sent to view the night sports here. What a revel rout is here about in any corner where I go. I'll oversee and merry be and make good sport with the Oh! 
Renaissance group that does popular music of Renaissance times. And that means, of course, ballads, broadside ballads. I've always really been fascinated by them. One of the broadsides that we have in this show is the famous Carmen's Whistle. And most people know it as the title of something that Elizabethan composers made variations on, you know, the tune. But in fact, it has a rather naughty text. There may be some of my listeners who don't remember that you were, I believe, the first early music ensemble to have a parental warning That's oh, right. Yeah. on That's right. the CD. We Yes, um, and it really helped sell the CDs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's called a parental advisory, and I still have a roll of the stickers. <laughs> no, it was called The Art of the Body Song. Oh, Miss 
The Carmen's Whistle, performed by the Baltimore Consort from the CD The Food of Love. Early music can mean a lot of things. What does it mean to you? Let us know your thoughts and ideas. Contact us at harmoniaearlymusic.org, where you'll also find playlists and an archive of past shows. You're listening to Harmonia. I'm Angela Mariani. I'm visiting this hour with several members of the Baltimore Consort, Marianne Ballard, Larry Lipkus, Ron McFarlane, Danielle Svanovic, and Mark Zudek. One of the Baltimore Consort's recent projects was based on the life of Mary Queen of Scots. Well, it's a program that we do in collaboration with Robert Aubrey Davis, uh, who does narrations. And he's an Emmy-winning actor as well as a host of the radio program. Yeah. He's very dramatic and does just a terrific job on stage. Fun to work with. And I think a lot of my listeners will also recognize Robert Aubrey Davis from Millennium of Music. Sure. Mm -hmm. Mary uh, became Queen of Scotland when she was only a few days old. Her father, James V, died uh, when she was an infant. Her mother was Catholic and sent her off to France. So she grew up in the French court, was reputed to be a wonderful dancer, played the lute well, and was a very fine poet. So we... uh, We start the program with uh, just giving the audience a a feeling of old Scotland and then move to France and do chansons. And then there are readings of her poetry and poems by the very uh, famous poet Pierre Ronsard about Mary uh, that Robert reads. And then we do some of the chansons on Ronsard's texts. And that's kind of the first half. And then the second half, we move and change moods and do some very dark music from Scotland where she comes back being Catholic, coming back to Protestant Scotland, which is kind of ruled by a bunch of nobles who are not really crazy to have her back. So it was not a a pleasant time. Thank you. 
title track from the Baltimore Consort CD, Adieu Dundee. I'm visiting this hour with the Baltimore Consort, and Mark Sudek is telling us about their recent project that explores the life of Mary, Queen of Scots, with narrative by Robert Aubrey Davis. The program is punctuated with French music that is subtitled Descos, Scottish composers that wanted to flatter her and wrote dances that they thought kind of sounded Scottish, and then Scottish music that was based on pre-existing French chansons. So there's a beautiful chanson, Je suis déshérité, that we do in the first half, and then we do the Scottish setting, the text of the Our Father on the same chanson in the second half. And then we, we moved uh, into England for the William Birds in Angel's Weed, beautiful, beautiful song, consort song, on her execution, basically, and then end up back in Scotland to end the program. Discos, Dances from the Baltimore Consort CD, Adieu Dundee. 
The Baltimore Consort will also be appearing at the Indianapolis Early Music Festival this year, and Consort member Mark Tsudek is also the artistic director of the festival. This is our 56th summer of presenting concerts. It's looking like this summer the entire festival will be live and in person, so we're really, really excited and thrilled to be 100% back. Uh, We have a wonderful venue at the Indiana History Center, and I have a great group of artists lined up. On Friday, June 24th, we're opening this summer with Chatham Baroque. Chatham is a trio, Andrew Fouts, Patricia Halverson, and Scott Pauley, and they're having some guests, two other violinists, Evan Few and Edwin Huisinga. They're doing a program called The Three Violins, and they're also bringing in a second plucked player and doing uh, some rarely heard duets for Theorbo and Tiorbino. And that same weekend, Saturday, uh, June 25th, we're doing our annual family concert and my Dear friends in the room here, the Baltimore Consort, will be doing that. And then we have the rest of the day to rehearse with author Marjorie Sandor. She wrote a book called The Secret Music at Tordesillas. It's historical fiction based on the, I guess, imprisonment is the right term, of uh, Joan the Mad, the daughter of Ferdinand and Isabella. And the conjecture is that just maybe she wasn't mad, maybe she just wasn't with the program, with the Inquisition, and she was just silenced for over four decades at Tordesillas. And she has a secret musician there, a vihuela player, who was brought into court at an early age and converted or forcibly baptized, but is a Jewish musician. So we'll be doing some music from our Spanish recording, some Sephardic music, and then some new music that is suggested by the book or actually mentioned in the book. It's a just absolutely terrific. I read it and immediately reread it and then immediately contacted Marjorie and said, can we collaborate? So I'm very, very excited about it. Thank you. 
Morena Me Llaman, sung by Jose Lemos and Avrish Miguelanica from the Baltimore Consort CD, Adio España, and also part of their collaborative Secret Music at Tordesillas project with author Marjorie Sandor. The Baltimore Consort will be meeting with Sandor during their time at the Indianapolis Early Music Festival, for which Baltimore Consort member Mark Sudek serves as the artistic director. Our second weekend, Friday, July 8th, presenting a, an intimate recital, uh, Lute Songs, John Lenti and Arlen Myers, just a tremendous singer. And that weekend, Kaleidoscope Folklore Ensemble. The highlight is uh, Sherazad Pantaki and Reginald Mobley are going to be doing the Pergolesi Stabat Mater with members of the Indianapolis Baroque Orchestra. Our final weekend, Friday, July 22nd, Early Music Access, David McCormick's group. They're doing uh, an interesting program. We're going to bring in some actors from the Indiana Repertory Theater. The program is called Murder in Messina. And then our grand finale Sunday, July 24th, is at long last the postponed two years in a row second Indianapolis International Borough Competition. Since the Baltimore Consort is with us this week, our featured release is actually a sneak preview of their upcoming new Christmas CD, A Glorious Light. In Renaissance music, Christmas is a time that you do every year pretty much. People just somehow think of Renaissance music at Christmas time. We released our first Christmas CD called Bright Day Star. The day star is the sun, and of course there's a play on words with the sun, S-U-N and the S-O-N, sun. And that's a very medieval Renaissance way of thinking. So in this Christmas CD, one of the song texts has the words, a glorious light. Back in the 19th century, when there were religious revivals and all, and there there were these books of uh, sacred harp singing, there was one, it was uh, published in the South and sold over 600,000 copies, but it's, it's the same kind of singing, and it's based on having a good, strong melody that often occurs in the middle of the texture, in the tenor voice or alto voice, and not in the treble part. So this song, what is it, Danielle? Babe of Bethlehem. Babe of Bethlehem. On you I call, come heed this declaration, and don't refuse this glorious news of Jesus and salvation. To royal Jews came first the news of Christ the great Messiah, as was foretold by prophets old, Isaiah, Jeremiah. To Abraham the promise came, and to his seed forever, a light to shine in Isaac's line by Savior's born, a glorious city. 
God assumed the human nature. His parents poor in earthly store to entertain the stranger. They found no bed to lay his head, but in the Baltimore Consort, a preview of their Christmas 2022 CD, A Glorious Light, a 30th anniversary follow-up to their very first Christmas CD, Bright Day Star. It has been such a pleasure to have you all here, to be in the same room with you again. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for taking the time to come in here to the studios of KTTZ in Lubbock, Texas, which is where we are sitting, and to be with me today. Thank you for having us. Pleasure to see you. Thank you.
Harmonia is a production of WFIU and part of the educational mission of Indiana University. Support comes from Early Music America, a national organization that advocates and supports the historical performance of music of the past, the community of artists who create it, and the listeners whose lives are enriched by it, on the web at earlymusicamerica.org. Additional resources come from the William and Gail Cook Music Library at the Indiana University Jacobs School of Music. Special thanks this week to engineer Rachel Boyd and station KTTZ at Texas Tech University in Lubbock, Texas. We welcome your thoughts about any part of this program or about early music in general. Contact us at harmoniaearlymusic.org. You can follow us on Facebook by searching for Harmonia Early Music. The writer for this edition of Harmonia was Angela Mariani. Thanks to our studio engineer, Michael Pashkash, and our production team, Luann Johnson, Wendy Gillespie, Aaron Kane, and John Bailey. I'm Angela Mariani, inviting you to join us again for the next edition of Harmonia. <laughs>